welcome to Strong Babe Collective. My name is Taylor Ray and I'm here to help you build a life you love. Babe, if you are here, it means you are ready to step into the highest version of yourself. You are ready to unlock your potential, realize your worth, stop holding yourself back and become who you were always destined to be. I'm here to help you understand that you already hold the key to all of these things within yourself. You just need to allow yourself to realize it. I want you to think of this podcast as your go-to for all things empowerment, mindset, manifesting, self-love, and so much more. All here to help you step into the highest version of you. If you are ready to ditch self-doubt, truly go for what you want, manifest a reality of your wildest dreams and build a life you love, then babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Strong Babe Collective. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, my gorgeous babe, and welcome to yet another episode of the Strong Babe Collective podcast. I am so excited, as always, that you are here with me, and I am so excited to dive into today's episode with you. The reason that I am so excited about today's episode is because I am sharing one of the most incredible interviews with you that I did recently with the beautiful Olivia Ryman from Simply Ollie. This interview is one that is needed. I'm not joking. It is so needed by the world. This light is so needed. And the conversations that we had is something that isn't talked about enough. And that is why I am so excited to share this conversation with you that I had with Olivia where we spoke about beating mental illness, about rewriting your story, and about the importance of finding gratitude no matter where you are in your life. I'm so excited to share this with you because I know that it is something that so many of us struggle with in this life. We have things going on behind the scenes that sometimes we don't even know where to turn to to start to actually tackle them. Sometimes we don't have people in our lives that we can talk to about this. And sometimes we are going along on this journey on our own. But I want you to realize, babe, that you are never alone that there is so much love and support out there for you and that you have found this podcast in divine timing because I am telling you right now, babe, Olivia and myself are there for you. We are there for you always. We are sending you so much love. We are sending you so much light and so much high vibe energy. And I know that there is a reason that you have found this podcast episode today. We dive into some big things in this conversation. And to be honest, it is a very personal story from Olivia's side of things. She really opens up to you, babes, about her journey with mental illness, what that has looked like in her life and how she has gone through that entire journey and overcome it, coming out the other side as the best version of herself and living her best life, shining her light for those who are just a few steps behind her. We talk so much in this episode about things that are so powerful and that aren't being spoken about enough that are sometimes referred to as being a little bit too taboo. And we're here today to break down some of those barriers. It's so important that we talk about this, that we shine a light on it and that we help you babes to realize that whatever you are going through in this life, you are not going through alone. In today's episode, I am so grateful to Olivia for opening up the way that she does and for giving her message to those of you who need it. We speak so much about how to move through limiting beliefs that are placed on you by others in this life. 
We talk about Olivia's personal journey where she was diagnosed with bipolar at a really young age and how she has risen to success even though she was constantly told that she would fail. We talk about the importance of gratitude and how it has the power to shift your entire life. We talk about how no matter how bad things might seem right now, you actually have the choice always to come back into that happiness. And we dive deep into the book that Olivia has written, which is called Back to Happy. We dive deep on the fact that having a mental illness should never be a reason to tell yourself you can't. And Olivia is living proof of this. She has gone through her own journey, her own struggles and her own battles. And she has come out the other side because she told herself she could. We dive into that and so much more on this episode. And I'm honestly so excited that you are here. I'm so excited to share it with you. And without further ado, I'm going to dive straight in and introduce to the Strong Babe Collective podcast, the beautiful Olivia Ryman. Olivia to our podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, gorgeous girl. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be here. I can't like thank you enough for having me on. Like I'm I'm so pumped right now. (laughs) (laughs) The feeling is definitely mutual, babe. I'm so excited to have you here. I love your light. I love everything that you're about. And it is an honor to have you on the podcast today and to be sharing your story with our beautiful listeners. (laughs) Thank you. So gorgeous girl, I know so much about you. I'm so excited to have you here. I've been following you for a very long time over on Instagram. We are good Instagram besties and I'm just excited to have you here and to share your light with our listeners. So for those of our girls who don't know you yet, babes who have never heard of Simply Ollie, they're not familiar with you, give us this feel, say hello and let us know who you are. All right. So what's up? (laughs) Um, Yes, my name is Olivia. Uh, My my brand is called Simply Ollie. I I do a lot of things. Um, I I make uh, nature jewelry with resin. I am a self-empowerment coach. I have a vlogging channel. I have my own podcast. Um, I'm an author. So I just am really trying to share the light and positive message through everything that I do. Um, I've had my business for almost five years now, which is crazy to think about, (laughs) but I'm also, um, a stay at home mom and a wife. And I got two awesome little girls that are honestly really the reason, um, not the reason, but they were a huge motivator in doing what I do now. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. (laughs) You are aware of so many hats and you do it so well. (laughs) You've got such an incredible balance about you for somebody who is, I don't think I've ever seen stop. (laughs) You are go, go, go all the time. (laughs) Oh, trust me. I, um, I burnt out last year. That was a, that was a whirlwind. That was fun. (laughs) I think we've all definitely had a point of burnout at some point on this crazy entrepreneurial journey where we're pushing forward, we're spreading our light. There's always times where you sort of got, got to go through those, those moments of self-discovery, those moments of learning. Um, and I always talk about this in terms of the, my own burnout that I've gone through, that it's such an evolvement when you go through that sort of process and as yeah. difficult as it feels at the time, you look back on it and you're so grateful for it because it ends up being something that's so shaping into who you are today. Yes. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened for you when it came to that burnout? We'll dive straight into the good stuff straight away. <laughs> like, where do I start? I don't even know. Um, uh, 
I mean, I guess like, so I've kind of, oh man, like the whole, my business is like a whole whirlwind. Um, but basically the burnout really started to, I should have known it was coming. You know, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, it's like, wow, look how fast you're going. Like there's a wall there. Um, <laughs> but um, so basically um, I started my business when a year after we had our first daughter, um, cause my story kind of starts after I graduated college, I got a degree in photography, um, and didn't, didn't know I was gonna, I was gonna be a mom. Like that wasn't ever a plan really. <laughs> um, uh, my husband and I had talked about it and then, you know, voila, like I ended up being a stay at home mom and I'm very career driven. So that was a big shift. So yeah, a year after I ended up starting a business, um, uh, like unconventionally, like it just kind of happened. Um, I was dabbling with resin and then there was an opportunity to um, sell my stuff because I was using comic books. So I started with comic books, not nature. Um, so there was an opportunity to sell at a comic book convention. And so me having gone through the degree, I was like, well, I'm not just going to show up with like stuff that I make, like I'm going to make this business and then show up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so a year after um, she was born, I started all of that. It was um, it was a really great journey. Honestly, it was pretty easy to balance. Uh, I started a blog, um, which I go on and off with, but I had a blog. And then I don't know why, but I decided um, right as we were about to have our second daughter, I was like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a vlogging channel, <laughs> like right before I give birth. Why not? <laughs> People are like. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just I feel like doing this. And, um, so I was I was making jewelry. I was doing markets at the time. Um, I had a blog going. I think that was it. And then I started the vlogging channel shortly after. Uh, not shortly after, but later on, I started a podcast. Um, but that year that I started the vlogging channel, I was uploading four videos a week. Amazing. Um, yeah, which was. It, I don't know how I, I just look back lot. and I, I don't even understand. How did you do that? Um, and then um, the end of that year, I did what's called Vlogmas. So I vlogged mm. every single day of December um, amidst trying to keep up with like Christmas orders, like two children um, <laughs> and all that jazz. And by the end of December, I, I just, I died a little on the inside. <laughs> Fair enough. I think anybody listening would probably feel like that's quite understandable considering it sounds like you never stopped. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but I look, looking back now, it's really interesting because it was definitely like me trying to prove my worth. Like with, mm. I'm like, I can do all the things. I can wear all the hats. Like I don't ever stop. Like I can raise these kids and be yeah. like really successful. And, and, to, and it was like, just looking busy meant that for me. Mm. Um, so it was a really big reflection this year on that where I'm just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a massive thing for a lot of people is that, that looking busy and having a lot of things and feeling like we need to be working towards something and having all of these things on the go all the time. And I do this and I do that and constantly hustling and constantly grinding and pushing towards too many goals to be able to count on two hands. 
and neglecting a lot of the time the things that are incredibly important, such as filling up your own cup, prioritizing yourself, self-love, self-worth, doing things that make you feel good, allowing that sense of flow into your life. And I think a lot of it, you can almost give it like an overarching umbrella of that feminine energy. And I think that a lot of the time we're very stuck in the masculine. And that's something that was definitely true for me prior to going through my burnout um, was that I was operating in the masculine like way too much, like incredibly focused in there. And that's what led to it for me. So would you agree with that, that there wasn't really a lot of space for flow and that feminine energy for you? Oh, for sure. Cause really, I mean, my focus was like, I was like, my kids were my focus and my career was my focus. And so I was not taking care of myself the way I, I needed to be. Um, which, which is actually something that's very important for me because, you know, and, and I'm, and I can confidently say now that I have finally like gotten through, I am like no longer bipolar. Um, mm. but the same wasn't true for me last year. I was still dealing with that and I was still dealing with those motions and, you know, working so much in that masculine energy and like putting out that much constantly really played into like me having like episodes of anger and depression yeah. and things like that. And, um, and I've just learned how to navigate that so much better this year. Amazing. It's so good. And it's, as I said before, it's, it's one of those things where at the time going through the breakdown and everything feels like the end of the world. It feels so awful. And you think, why is this happening to me? But then when you look back, you realize it was happening for you and there was such a, a reason for it. There was such a lesson in it. And I think that that's something that um, all our babes listening could definitely relate to in that a lot of the time you go through these struggles in your life, you go through things that are difficult, but it's always happening for a reason. There's always something in it pushing you to shift you in a different direction to teach you something or to just give you that nudge towards where it is that you're meant to be going. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I didn't even feel like bad and I didn't feel defeated. I just felt so tired. Yeah. I was like, like it felt refreshing to just break down because I was yeah. like, oh, I'm done. Like, I'm yeah. done for a minute. <laughs> like, Actually got um, a second to breathe. Yeah, like I finally took my foot off the gas and I was like, oh, this is what it's nice to do. Like, this is like what it's like to just cruise, you know, there's <laughs> mm. a whole Which, different world. Definitely. And I think even with how you started off sort of saying, you know, becoming a mom and everything, like it's something you talked about, but it wasn't necessarily something that you had planned at that particular time. And you were someone that loves to work and wants to show up in the world and have a bit of an impact. And obviously for you that carried all the way through. And I did want to go back to that and sort of visit that. Like, how did you handle that transition originally where, you know, suddenly you were a stay at home mom and the plans that you had for yourself suddenly weren't the plans that were being executed. <laughs> yeah, it um it was it was weird. Um so like for me it's very interesting because a lot of people I know when they're younger they have plans uh, and ambitions of what, you know, they want life to look like. And for me, um I was diagnosed with bipolar at 13 and mm. I didn't I didn't plan or have ambitions. Like life just sucked and I was broken and there was like it wasn't ever going to get better. So I just never made plans. I knew that I hated children and I would never be a mom. <laughs> like, my whole family was confident of this. Like all of us were like, yeah, Olivia's never having kids. And also I was like, you know, college was one of those things where I didn't really choose it. It was like my mom going, I didn't go to college. So you are going to go to college because mm -hmm. I struggle. And my dad going, I went to college and I live a 
you know, a good life and they're divorced. So he's like, so you're going to go to college. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I have no option. I'm going to college. <laughs> and, um, and, um, finishing that. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, I met my husband, um, and things were really great. And for the first time in my life, I was like, okay, I can see having children with this man. Cause honestly, that was the first time I was with somebody who had it together. I didn't realize I was, I was dating broken people, mm. um, expecting them to fix me. Mm. And, um, so that was, that was just, it's really fascinating to look back at where I'm just like, I was looking for this person to fix me, but I was looking for people who were just as broken as I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you can yeah. Just sit in that. You can just sit in that pity party together and you're like, oh, life sucks. <laughs> that's something that I talk to my clients about so much when it comes to obviously with manifesting and what you're attracting into your life and a lot of it you know I have a lot of questions around you know manifesting your like your dream relationship or your soul partner or someone that's a perfect match for you and a lot of the time what you see so often is people literally attracting the same person over and over and over again just in a different body that isn't right for them and it's a lot of the time because what we are projecting out of ourselves based on what we focus on within ourselves. And obviously you sort of said, and you had that definition of yourself as being broken and of needing fixing. And so that's the energy that you were focusing on, not focusing on the energy of you're so, you're amazing. You're so worthy of love, loving yourself, you know, and nothing like that. And so of course you were attracting people in to your life or that match that energy vibration for you, which was, you know, I am broken and I need fixing. Yeah. And so you attracted people who were broken and who needed fixing rather than what it is you actually wanted. Yeah. And it's so ironic because I would attract those people and then I would try to fix them. And it's oh. like, Hey girl, like, why don't you stop and like, look in, look in for a little bit. Like, why yeah. don't you work on you for a bit? Yeah. Hugely. Rather than like trying to find somebody that you can help, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's definitely so, um, important. Yeah. So that was where it was like, I was for the first time I was comfortable ha like with the idea of having children. And I think it's because I wasn't so wrapped up in trying to fix the person I was with. It was like, Oh, this is like, this is a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and leaving the, the relationship I was in before, um, I was with my husband, that was a really mentally abusive relationship where I was, I was being cheated on. He constantly, talked down to me like it was it was bad mm -hmm. for a couple of years and I just chose not to see it yeah um because I worked really hard to get that relationship and so I wasn't like willing to let it go even though everybody was like this isn't good like mm. don't, don't do this um and so honestly saying like I'm done I'm done trying I'm done putting in effort and walking away from that relationship was the first chain I ever broke that was the first step yes. I ever took towards self-love like so it's like that's when my life really started was like honestly probably like 20 was that 22 or 24 ish in that range yeah yeah everything before that is really like a blur because I've my childhood is repressed from seven and before and then 13 and on I was diagnosed with bipolar and had wow. attempts and all that stuff so it's like everything's kind of just like a like a dark mess with a little splash of happy in there. Wow. <laughs> Until my twenties. <laughs> That's amazing. You've been on such a huge journey, on such a massive journey. And although, you know, you say like you've repressed a lot of it and there's a lot that's sort of just been blocked, it's it's still fundamental into shaping you who you are today. And 
obviously in going through all of that. And I love that you mentioned as well, that that was the first time that you, you broke the chain. You stopped accepting that story for yourself. You stopped, you know, focusing on that sort of energy and just decided it was time to love yourself again. (laughs) And what did that actually look like for you? It literally just looked like leaving, leaving that relationship um, even though he was begging me to stay, even though he was actually, cause he was uh, in the process of finishing school. I had already graduated and we were sharing an apartment and I let him continue to live with me mm. so that he could finish school. So it was making, it was a really hard choice to make because it was, it's like it's such a weird story too, because um, I was talking with my husband we weren't in a relationship we weren't really seeing each other we were just getting to know each other on like a friendship level Mm -hmm. um and so after that relationship i had ended it um he went to a very dark place he was cutting himself he was hacking into uh, my facebook account he was going into my skype watching my messages so we it was it was very it was a very tough situation um Mm -hmm. for my husband and i just to to talk and communicate because he was, he was harassing my husband. And at the time, like I said, we were just talking and and getting to know each other, but my husband was um, still married, but they were pretty much separated because they, he wasn't in a healthy relationship either. So we Mm -hmm. kind of were able to bond over having relationships that just weren't fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, yeah. And that's why it was really funny because we were kind of like, well, if we can get through that, we can get through anything. Pretty much. So, so we'll be fine. <laughs> Set such a strong foundation for you guys right from the beginning. It totally did. It totally did. Would you say that in letting go of that sort of unhealthy relationship that you had and that you'd constantly kind of been manifesting for yourself over and over and over again in different forms, would you say in breaking that chain and focusing on that self-love that that had a lot to do with then attracting Jim, your husband, into your life now? 100% I do. And Mm. it's so funny because I had the realization the other day Um, because I've, you know, I've been ever since I broke that one chain, it's been like an addiction where I'm like, okay, what other chains can I break? You know, like, where can I like get beyond my own limitations? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I like, it dawned on me. I'm like, man, if at my weakest point, I could manifest that man into my life who is strong, he is respectful. He is the kindest person I know. Um, he's just the most loving and passionate and just driven man. I'm like, if I can attract that at my weakest point, like what in the world can I attract now that I've just like, like just filled myself up and become such a better person. Um, and he was a, he was a pivotal moment for me because this really has been like a journey of, of me, you know, wanting to be better and, you know, ultimately healing myself of a mental illness I was told I would live with for the rest of my life. Um, Healing myself for myself and for my girls and my husband, but he showed me what kindness looked like. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll never forget, like hearing him, like the way he spoke to me, I like, I saw that and I was like, I want to be able to talk to myself that way. Yes. And that like really inspired this self-love journey. Like I wasn't listening to podcasts. I wasn't looking, I didn't have a mentor. Like I was figuring it all out on my own. And that's why I want to help other people. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's gone from kind of jewelry to vlogging to now, you know, self-empowerment coaching, because I'm just like, 
if I can do this on my own, like I just, I know it's inside so many people yes. to overcome, whether it's minor stress, whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, like it's in you yeah. to beat that crap. Like, yes. so I just, I want, I want to show the world that like we have that power in us. Yes. And you, you don't need somebody else necessarily. There, there are going to be people that show you the way and, and light it up for you, but it's, it's like, it's in you to, to do it. You just yep. have to want it. Yes. I love that so much. I love that. And I so agree with you and you know that, and I'm sure the babes listening know that, that I'm all about that. Like you literally have the power to have, do and be whatever you want in this life. And I think what's really important and even part of your story is opening yourself up to the signs along the way and the things that fall into your path in divine timing. And obviously for you, that was Jim. Like he literally came along in the exact perfect moment for you and started to open yourself up to that self-love and to learning, you know, you don't know what you don't know and starting to open yourself up to different influences and podcasts and mentors and things like that. And that's all been incredible. But as you say, that all helps to shape the power within you that you already have. It's just like uncovering it slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny because it was like before podcasts and before like reading books and stuff, you know, he showed me the way and then my own kids. And I think that's what fast tracked it for me. And I think that's where a lot of people might struggle. It, like, kids are tiny mirrors. Yes. And if you let them, they're like the greatest learning tool. <laughs> um, if, you, if you like watch them, because I will never forget I, I used to have, you know, with my bipolar, I would have anger outbreaks where I'd punch walls. I mean, I used to, you know, I used to harm myself. Like I used to punch myself in the face. That was like one of my epiphanies that like, it was real bad as I gave myself a black eye, oh. but yeah. Um, and, um, but my kids like, so, so one day Piper got really upset and she punched a wall mm. and to see a, like a two-year-old punch a wall, you're like, wonder where they learned that <laughs> yeah rather yeah. than going like oh my kid has anger issues I looked at her and went oh crap she learned that from me yeah and it was this immediate like okay let's you know you got to figure out how to exude patience you got to figure out how to calm yourself and how to get yourself mm -hmm. under control you have to figure out how to in a split second when you start to like feel that heat rise know how to manage that twist it on its head and calm it back down yes yeah. So, yeah I, they fast tracked it for me big time because they are little tiny mirrors. <laughs> yeah, they are. They really, really are. And in that is your lesson. And they were literally reflected back to you. And I love that that you saw that, that you didn't, like, as you say, look at her and go, oh, my kid's got anger issues. It's like, well, wait. Right. Like somebody has modeled that for her. And you took that upon yourself, which isn't always easy either. It's not always easy to be like, I'm actually at cause. And I think that that's a massive thing to be able to do. Well, and I, I had somebody comment on a YouTube video about she was having problems with her kid. And she's like, all he does is scream at me. And she spoke, you know, in this paragraph, she spoke about her own anger issues. And that the only way she can get through her through to her kids is through screaming. Um, but she hates that they scream at her. And I'm like, you're not, you don't, you don't see the connection. Like mm. monkey see monkey do like they, you know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you do what the people around you do for one, but mm. your kids will do what you do. And so it's interesting because if you don't have children, it's like looking for a problem when you don't know where to look or that there even is one. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate 
game of self-evaluation. Yeah. And I think too, like when we talk about manifesting and the people you attract into your life, mm-hmm. use that as your mirror. Yes. Because if the people around you are having those issues, like go like, okay, well, is that something that's showing up in me? Mm. Yeah. Because I, I was surrounded by like a lot more unhappy, angrier people when mm. I was that person. Yeah. And it's like, how is it that all of a sudden, like now that I'm being kinder and more generous, I'm surrounded by that. Like, that's not coincidence. It's not. It's definitely not. And it all comes down to the energy that you're putting out because the energy that you put out is the energy that you attract. And so of course you're going to attract more of that in the actions of your children. You're going to attract more of that in the people around you. And it's not until sometimes we realize that and we realize that we are the magnet Yeah. <laughs> that we can actually take control. Yeah. And it's a weird transition too, because like you really, it's, it's such an interesting concept that you've built up this life. You've built up this persona of who you are. And so to self-reflect means to let go of all that hard work. Yes. Kind of like how I didn't want to let go of the really bad relationship because I worked really hard to get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like for me, it was a weird transition because people are like, oh my gosh, you're, you're the nicest person ever. Like getting that compliment is weird to me because I used to hit people. Like I used to verbally abuse people. Like I was not the nice person. And so to have that compliment now was like, it was like, it was weird. I'm like, oh, is that who I am now? Like, and, and being okay with that and like coming into that and being able to let go and be like, you don't need to be that like super masculine person that puts up the wall and needs to be super tough and defensive all the time. Like, you can be kind and you can be powerful, but like learning how to step into this new version of yourself that you're working on. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I think a lot of the time, like you said, like letting go of that identity is, is almost terrifying because you've built up such a wall around yourself, like such a resistance to the change. And sometimes even if you do want to change and whether it's moving from a place of anger, um, of that angry energy, or whether it's moving from a place of fear, um, anything like that, like actually making that change is really scary because it's outside of your comfort zone. And anything outside of your comfort zone is scary because it's not normal, but that's where the best version of you always is. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like building a house brick by brick, like doing it by hand and then being like, okay, here's the wrecking ball. Like, and just knocking the whole thing down and just like, this is really sad. sad." I spent a long time building that up. (laughs) I did. And it's, and it's so, I gotta like give this example because it's so funny. Um, my husband has a friend who's working on trying not to be so angry all the time. Like he, he complains a lot. We love him, but he, and he knows it. He complains all the time. (laughs) Um, And one day he, he got, he got a a job, like a, like a better job. So kind of like a raise. And he was like, I'm really grateful for it, you know, and we always joke because I, I tell people to find gratitude nuggets. I'm like, find yourself like a 24 piece and just like down that bad boy. <laughs> and, um, so, you know, he was like, he was like, I'm really grateful, you know, that I got this job, but don't get me wrong. Like life still sucks. And I was like, why do you feel like you got to hold on to that? Like, yeah, be the complainer. Let it go. It's okay to just be grateful. Yes. Yes. That I love that. That's such a good example. That's so funny. I love the, the 24 pack of of gratitude (laughs) nuggets. That's the best. Um, but so true. So, so true. And a lot of people and you see it all the time where they've got amazing things happening in their lives and things that are great and they're grateful for it. 
but they still want to hold on to that identity of things going wrong and things to complain about. And it it is hard to let go of. It's not necessarily an easy journey, but every time that you find yourself coming up with something like that, making that conscious decision to release that and to replace it with that, that affirmation of gratitude is so important and it has the power to shift everything. I would, I would love it if every time somebody was like, Oh, I really love how things are going. Every time they said, but like, like I like big butts and I cannot lie would just like start playing in their head like just to like throw them off track like anytime you just follow something up with a butt that song would just play no matter where you are I, I feel like it would be catchy for sorry I said I would go around with a boom box and do that to yeah. people <laughs> just the person like here's a gratitude nugget for you here's a gratitude yeah. for you or while big butts is like playing in the background <laughs> Yes. Perfect. <laughs> you I feel like you got to bring the fun into it, you know? You, do. you definitely do. And I think a lot of the time people think that this whole thing is so complicated. They make it so much harder than it needs to be. But it's like, if you just strip it all the way back to literally making it as easy as pick up a gratitude nugget. And every time that you find yourself saying, but, or finding something to, something to complain about, like pull yourself up, like yeah. realize that because that is you defining your life whichever way you want it to go. It, it is. And like, like, honestly, sometimes gratitude nuggets for me, like literally look like, ah, oh, today my kid like puked, like not in my hair, but instead on my shirt that I was able to change. Like that's a gratitude nugget. <laughs> what a win. <laughs> yeah. It but definitely. I got an to wash my hair. <laughs> that's literally it. And I was talking to one of my clients the other day about this, where like the littlest things that you can shift in your life. And I was saying to her, one of the things that I was doing when I realized this, it literally just dawned on me. I was making my bed. And as I was making my bed, I just decided that I was just so grateful for my bed. I was like, I love this bed so much. I'm so grateful for it. It's so comfortable. It gives me such a wonderful night's sleep. I love my doona, duvet, wherever you are in the world. I love that. It keeps me so cozy. My pillows are amazing. Look how beautiful it looks. And before I knew it, I had enjoyed the process of making my bed so much and it looked beautiful and it was done. Whereas it's so easy to sit in that space of resentment or anger or frustration, like, shit, I wish that I didn't have to make this bed today. It's so annoying. I don't have time for this. Why didn't my partner make the bed? Like all of those sort of things. And like, even like the shift in how I'm saying those two things, like there's a lot of bitterness that comes out of my mouth in the second example, as opposed to literally celebrating my bed (laughs) and feeling so elated in the first example and the shift in energy there. And it's a tiny thing like that, that can actually change a whole day. And for me, it did. Like I made my whole bed. I came out, like skipped out of my bedroom, felt amazing. Whereas I had the choice if I wanted to, to be frustrated at making my bed. And that is like at the, at its core example, such a base level. It's an example of how easy it is to choose which way you want your life to go. Like take it down to the making bed model. <laughs> like yeah. literally it's that easy. And it's that sort of example, like with your friend and so many people that I see, but it's like, you actually have a choice always. You do. You do. I mean, that's how I changed my whole life around. I mean, that's like, that's like one of the main reasons of how I beat a mental illness that I was supposed to live with for the rest of my life. Yeah. Every time I came up with some crap, I immediately combated it with something positive. Yes. And like to the point where now I'm annoying to people because they'll <laughs> tell me about their crappy day and I'll be like, here's your nugget. Like, yeah. I'll always find a nugget. Like, <laughs> Yes, and they're definitely. like, they're like, okay, you're right. And to the point where, like, one of my friends, she's like, 
I like I don't even she just watches my Instagram stories but she's like dude I'm finding nuggets everywhere she's <laughs> like I just I don't even think about it like all of a sudden I'll be like there's a gratitude nugget <laughs> yeah I'm tripping over nuggets <laughs> yes can that be a bumper sticker please 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 no we'll work on making that happen <laughs> babes get ready we've got bumper stickers coming <laughs> tripping over nuggets <laughs> yes but it's like, I honestly, it's gratitude is so important in changing any aspect of your life and especially manifestation that like, like mm-hmm. I, when I wrote my book back to happy, like I dedicated like the whole, like a whole second chapter to it and people write it off. Cause they're like, Oh, gratitude, obviously duh, it's simple. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you don't realize like how much you can do with it. Oh. Even when we talk about relationships and dating, you know, when you go in expecting like something bad then you're going to get something bad or you're going to be looking for all the bad things. But when you go in just like feeling grateful for a person and even expressing your gratitude to them, it comes off like a compliment, you know, it's, you're just sharing that positive energy to yourself and to other people. Yeah. Just by looking for the light and everything and everything. Oh, I love that so much. And it is such, it is the foundation of everything is shifting into a space of gratitude. And it's literally all I ever talk about, but it is literally everything because it's such a high vibrational energy. And one of my favorite quotes, and I absolutely love it, is when you focus on things to be grateful for, you manifest more to be grateful for. When you focus on being in that space of gratitude, you manifest more to be grateful for. And it's so true. The more that you focus on that you are grateful for, the more you have to be grateful for. And it is just an ongoing cycle. And for me, same as you, it shifted everything when I was at the very beginning of my journey and I was in an angry place, a bitter place, a sad place, frustrated, like just taking it out on everything and complaining all the time about why things were happening to me and how unfair it was and how angry I was and the way people were acting. and I didn't have enough time and I was stressed and that is all I ever focused on. But in deciding to make that change and shifting to, okay, well, why is it happening for me? And let's look for gratitude in this. Let's look for what's amazing about my life and let's start to shift into that. It just, it's like snowballed. Like it literally was like, okay, I'm grateful for this one thing, which is now two, which is now four, which is now eight. And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And suddenly your whole life is just one big ball of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing. And it's, so, it's so funny. Cause then people look at people like you and I, where they're just like, oh, you guys are like, so like, up all the time and it's like they, they just can't imagine like a weird angry version of us yeah it's, it's like, like oh it did exist once it trust did. me <laughs> This is such a beautiful point because like, honestly, okay, so two points. So first one is like, obviously we talked about this beforehand, but like my kids, you know, my kid, my kid, my husband were puking 20 minutes before this episode, gratitude nugget that it happened 20 minutes before the episode and didn't happen like the minute we started recording. Exactly. <laughs> and, and if I chose not to be grateful about it, like I could have gotten on this, you know, this interview and been like, oh, my life sucks. Like, I'm just not in the right mindset. Like, I'm not going to be able to bring the right energy. I could have gone so negative and we would not have had the conversation that we're having no. because I would have just been so focused on how much my day has sucked today. <laughs> exactly. And in doing that, then unfortunately, the people who needed to hear the message don't receive it because we were too focused on sitting in an energy of how terrible life was. Complaining is really selfish. It is. It really, <laughs> really is. <laughs> Well, and it's so, so I'm, I've been since day one with my business because my business has been my life and my life is my business. Like it's really been very, there's no like boundaries, probably maybe there should be, but, um, (laughs) but, um, like I'll, I'll talk about my kids puking on, on Instagram, you know, I'm like, Hey guys, (laughs) um, but, um, 
but I've always been very transparent with behind the scenes and where I struggle and, and just where things don't look pretty. And I've always been very intentional about that. Um, and when I did a talk on social media um, and, you know, running a business and having that on social media, you know, one of my points was that, you know, you want to share your struggles. You want to share the things that go wrong with people um, or not with people, but with you, sorry. And you do this so well. If you're going to share your struggles, you need to share constructive, you know, avenues that you're taking to try to, to fix it because otherwise you're just complaining on a platform and nobody wants to hear that. But if you want to share how crappy your day was and then the gratitude nuggets you found in your day, yeah. and what you're trying to flip it around, that's inspiring to people. Yes. And yes. It's so important because most people just want to vent and that's okay. And, and you want to vent to friends, but like, even when I do that, when I vent to people that I'm close to, we always end the conversation with some kind of constructive thing to walk away with on mm. how I can improve the situation or how they can. Yes. Oh, that is such an important point. And I'm so glad that you said that today. I, I am really glad that you brought that up because it, it's, it's so, that is such an important clarification because you do see it where people are sharing on Instagram, but they are just complaining and they think mm-hmm. that, oh, I'm just sharing my struggle and uh, you know, it makes it more relatable for other people. And it's like, well, yeah, it's good that you're being honest and you're being authentic and transparent, mm-hmm. but what did you learn from it? what can you share that's going to help to then shift that energy, shift that vibration into something else? How are you going to turn that, that darkness into a light? How is that going to help to raise the vibration of the planet? And I honestly think that we are all here. We all are born with a soul's purpose. We all have a reason that we are here. It's not an accident. And so if you treat your life like that and you show up always with the intention of, I am here to help raise the vibration of the planet and you make that your mission in everything, that is what has the biggest impact. And that's something so important to hold on to when it comes to those moments where, yeah, things aren't always like happy go lucky. The world's always, you know, the best ever and nothing ever goes wrong for me. Of course, things go wrong. Of course, we all have limiting beliefs. We have things that show up that go wrong for us, circumstances outside of our control. And that's fine to share that. But then sharing, as you say, the gratitude nugget or the flip side or the light of it or the way that you were able to learn something from it. And you shared that because that is the core message that you are sharing so that someone else who is going through what you just went through can be like, Oh, amazing. Like she came out the other side and she learned this from it. Well, I can start to apply that to myself. And I love that you said that because I think that that is really important that people hear that. And also for them to realize that if they are going through something difficult right now that yeah, share it, but also like realize that you have a light to share on the other side of that as well. So for some people that will help them to realize that, you know, they actually do have something that they can share that can help others. And everybody does. Every single person does. And even if like, you're not to the point where like, you're doing it to help other people, like at least do it to help yourself, you know, Mm. like in turn, it will help other people, but at least do it for the benefit of yourself. Because when we just like vent, yes, we get that energy out, but then it like, it's almost like sinking to the bottom of a pool and then going, well, I'm just, I'm not even going to try to swim up now. Like Mm. I got that air out. I'm down. I'm good. Yes. But like, you now you're just sitting there and there's like and it's a time limit you know you can only sit there for so long before it gets like real bad so you have to start swimming up i'm i'm a sucker for like analogies yeah it's the best (laughs) (laughs) dropping some good ones today but that is so true and that that links in so well with manifesting where it's like yeah okay complain vent all you want but do you realize like what you focus on is what you create 
So if all you do is complain about something and all you do is focus on what you don't want and how bad something went, you're not actually releasing that at all. You're giving more power to it. You are focusing on it. So you are going to attract more of that. You are going to manifest more of that into your life. And so it's, it's so true. Like in both circumstances, like yes, for others, but first and foremost for yourself, don't sit in that energy of complaining. And this is like the stuff, like, this is the stuff, like, like, not only do I want to like teach other people, but like, I want people to be able to teach other people or teach their children because Mm -hmm. it's just like not taught to kids. And it was so funny because we went for a hike the other day and my daughter complained so much on that (laughs) hike. Like she was like, there was like two bouts where she had a good time and the rest of it was like, I'm tired. Like it was so much complaining. And we're just like trying to help her like see the gratitude, like how cool the view is. And then we get to the car. This kid has complained the whole walk back, you know, we get to the car and she was like, man, that was fun. Oh, I liked that. And my husband and I just look at each other like, really? (laughs) Really? Is that what you, and, and I looked at him and I go, you know what? If that's her takeaway, if that's what she wants to focus on, I am for it. I'm not bringing up the stuff she complained about. If that, if she wants to like, it was a bad time. There was some good moments, but her takeaway was that it was a fun hike. I'm gonna let her sit with it. Yeah. Let's focus on that. (laughs) So good. So good. Oh, that's amazing. You are honestly such a light for your girls. Like I, every, I love watching your Instagram stories and Paige and Piper are beautiful and they're so gorgeous and they're such a, they're they are so beautiful in like their little added, like what they add to your stories. And, you know, I honestly believe that you are such an incredible light for them. And I'd love to know if there's one thing that you'd like them to grow up knowing, what would that be? Oh man. Oh, so much. (laughs) Um, Honestly, that they, that they are just capable of making anything their reality. Like no matter what the environment tells you, no matter what people tell you, no matter what you feel like you're predispositioned to be or who you're supposed to be or whatever, that you, you can make whatever you want a reality. If you're shy, you don't have to be like, that's not, do you know what I mean? Like nothing is ingrained in you for the rest of your life. If you don't want it to be. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I think that that's something that we can all listen to and all learn, not just Paige and Piper and not just kids as humans, as adults. And I love that you said, like, if you're shy, you don't have to be. And I think a lot of the time, and we do grow up with stories around us. We do grow up with things that are told to us from a very young age. And obviously, you know, especially as a kid up until the age seven, like you just absorb everything around you and the stories that are told to you are true, whether or not they actually are. That's just is what gets reinforced to you and you soak it in like a sponge. And a lot of us grow up, forever believing that because if we don't do any personal development around that and we don't break down those walls, break down those blocks, we actually never move through them. And so sometimes we actually think that those stories are true for us. You know, I'm shy. I'm not confident. I'm not good with people. I'm not good with money. These stories that we tell ourselves constantly, but I think like you hit the nail on the head and it's like, just because something is true in in this moment, that you think is true right now, doesn't mean it's true for the rest of your life. You have the, the ability to change it right now. Make that choice now. I am 28 years old and I am living according to the, the, you know, everything before in my life. I am living an impossible life right now Mm. at 28. Like that's not that old. And 
I was told I would be bipolar for the rest of my life. I was told I wouldn't, I, they didn't believe I would graduate college. Mm. I was never supposed to have kids. Um, yeah, I just wasn't, I'm not good at math and hello, my own tax person. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. (laughs) I know my taxes better than my father, which is a cha-ching for me. That's That's a yay. (laughs) Cause he's a smart man. (laughs) So it's all these, all these stories, either other people told me, or I told myself, I, I am living an impossible life according to those stories Mm. that I was told and that Mm. I used to believe because I chose to stop believing them. Exactly. Exactly. You decided that they weren't true for you and you wrote a new story. Yeah. I I also had no intentions of ever owning my own business. And look at you now, five years in. (laughs) I know. Amazing. So amazing. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go work for a company. I'm not starting my own business. Whatever. Mm, It's amazing. Hey, anything is possible. We're capable of so much, whether you teach it to yourself, whether you see somebody lead by example, whether you just decide to just freaking do it, no matter what, like we are, we are capable of so much. It's, it's insane. So much. And, and it's such a good example of that is you've literally just published your own book <laughs> back yeah. to happy, which is amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about the book and what that journey has been like for you? Yeah. So that was really exciting. And it, and it actually was a, somewhat of a weird journey. Um, back to happy. It was really, it started off, um, as four online courses. Cause I thought that was, that was the way to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, so my kids were watched for two weeks. I banged out all the content for oh. each of these courses. Um, and it was, you know, they were email courses. It was like, um, I can't even remember 12 days long or something. Um, but I sat and wrote out all the content and, put it out there. I was super excited. You know, basically the, the concept was each course, you know, there's self-love, there's gratitude, there's willpower, and then there's conquering fear. Those are the different chapters of the book, but they were individual courses. And so it was kind of like you could cherry pick whichever one you felt you needed to work on, or you could get the, what I call the whole shebang, which is the last chapter and go through all of them and see how they all actually affect each other because they all work in harmony. And, um, and I put the courses out. I was super stoked and nobody bought any, like, like <laughs> not a single soul. Everybody was super excited for me. They were like, that's amazing. And then didn't sell a single one. <laughs> and, um, and, but that's just a testament to like, don't, if you are really passionate about something, if you really want to manifest something, don't take no for an answer, yeah. like make it happen. Yeah. And, um, and so I asked people, I'm like, do you like digital courses or do you like physical workbooks, which at the time I was reading books. So I don't know, this just didn't register. And, um, and everybody was like workbooks. I'm like, okay. So I threw all the courses into a document and had no idea that I had basically written a 130 page book. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so it kind of just like the way that manifested, everything kind of worked out perfectly where I'm like, I had no idea I'd actually written a book Mm. worth of content. And so I put it all together. I made it flow a little smoother. It really rang true to my heart. And I was really excited. I shared the whole process with people, mm-hmm. even the fact of like converting it from courses into a book, taught myself how to publish a book, how to design one, did it oh, all myself. Well done. Um, yeah. And um, put it out into the world and people responded to it so well. And it's been selling and people have been loving it. And I'm just, I am so 
grateful. Mm. And it's, it's really like, I cried when I published it because Mm. when I was really, really little, um, my dream was to be either, uh, a, um, what what am I trying to say? Like a famous dancer or it was to be a writer or I was going to do them both in tandem. (laughs) Write and dance at the same time. I was. (laughs) Yes. And, um, and, and after I was diagnosed with bipolar, like those passions just, they died hard and I had Mm. no love for them anymore. And it was a, it was a very weird place. And so to publish my first book by myself on self-help and basically the concept of the book is that no matter what life, what curveball life throws at you, whether it's relationships, whether it is, you know, a mental illness, whether it's changing jobs, anything life throws at you, you can always get back to happy. And the steps that are laid out in the book, because you can fill it out as you go through, are the set, like the same steps I took to get to where I am now. And so it's just helping people go through that journey. And so I suggest like you go through the whole book first, but then if something hits you again, and maybe you need to focus more on self-love because that's where you're lacking, or you need to focus on willpower because you're just like not feeling strong enough that you can accomplish something, you know, so you can, then you can cherry pick the chapter you want to revisit and refresh. I love that. Um, Always got the tools to go back to. Yeah. And so it was a very full circle moment that the, you know, I've conquered a mental illness that killed that passion. And I'm now releasing a book that's helping people with that same problem. And so it's a very full circle moment that like, Mm. I was able to write a book after that passion died, Mm. after I had finally conquered the thing that killed it. (laughs) That's absolutely perfect though. Like so in divine timing and just so exactly as it was meant to be. And that course wasn't, those courses weren't meant to work out for you for a reason. As much as at the time you would have been like, oh shit, like nobody bought my courses. (laughs) I was really bummed. I was like, wow, (laughs) this sucks. That was perfect because it wasn't meant to be delivered that way. It was so meant to be delivered as a book. And the people that I've seen it in your Instagram stories, the people that it's reaching and that it's touching and that it's having an impact on, that's how it was meant to reach them. It was never meant to reach them as a course. And I love that so much that you've just shared your transformation and your light and I think all of us can take something away from that, whether you're a coach, whether you have your own business or whether you're just doing you and you're just living your life, but sharing your journey along the way and sharing the light that you have and the transformation that you've gone through, whatever it might be, share it because there is always someone that is one step behind you that needs that light and that needs that message. And I think it's so important that we do. And if you're passionate about something, like don't, don't just give up, you know, anytime a roadblock comes up for me on something I'm working really hard towards, I look at it and go, okay, so it wasn't, I'm not meant to go this way. There's a detour I'm meant to take. Yeah. And so you, instead of feeling failure, you look at the opportunities. Yes. Nothing is a dead end. It's all opportunity. That's beautiful. No, that's absolutely perfect. So, so good. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, This has been amazing. I've absolutely loved this chat so much. And I know that all the babes listening will have gotten so much out of this. And thank you for opening up about a lot of things that aren't necessarily easy to talk about, obviously moving through mental illness and challenges along the way and things like that. I know that that's something that a lot of people will be so grateful to hear today. So thank you so much for that. 
before we do close out, I did just want to ask one last final question before we go. And that is if you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice when it comes to manifesting their dream lives and realizing that they can have, do and be whatever it is that they want in this life, what would that be? Oh man, it would have to be that if you are looking to something else to give you the answer or to make it happen for you, stop and start looking inside because not enough people give themselves credit for how like powerful they are and how empowered you can make yourself. And yeah, I mean, nobody can do that for you. Nobody. Like you're the one that they can inspire you, but you are the one that has to make that happen. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate you coming on the show so much. (laughs) Thank you. This was awesome. Like I honestly just, I love this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Gratitude nugget for you. (laughs) Gratitude nuggets everywhere. Gratitude nugget for you you listening. Gratitude nugget for you. But just imagine it's like an actual chicken nugget we're just throwing. It. I definitely do. <laughs> but it's gold and glowing in my head. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Gorgeous girl. Thank it. you so much. Before we do go, just let us know where our listeners can connect with you. Where can they find you? Okay. So on Instagram uh, is the best place to follow me. I'm the real Simply Ollie. So O-L-I, Simply Ollie. Um, and then my website is simplyolly.com. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Simply Ollie, and uh, my podcast. Um, oh my gosh, what is it? Simply Happy. Forgot the name of my own podcast. What's up? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> this is where I'm at in life. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'll put it all in the show notes anyway, so that if you wanted to connect with Olivia, you can definitely do that. And I highly recommend it. She is an absolute spark of light. She is such a joy and I promise you'll get a lot of gratitude nuggets out of following her on the daily. (laughs) Thank you so much, beautiful soul. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much, babe, for allowing me to be a part of your day and for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you so, so much, and I am so grateful to be able to help you to realize the infinite power you hold within yourself to build a life you love. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to let me know by leaving a review on iTunes. I absolutely love connecting with you on Facebook and Instagram as well. So if you're not following me over there already, be sure to come and get a little more Strong Babe inspo by searching at Strong Babe Collective or by heading to my website, strongbabecollective.com. While you're there, make sure you sign up for my Dear Strong Babe letters, daily doses of inbox love delivered straight from me to you. Sending you so much love, babe, and I'm already looking forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until then, go and build a life you love.